Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast for fans of Arkham Horror, the card game. We're sometimes fortnightly, we're sometimes monthly, and it has been a while since I've been able to record and get down to you, and it might be a while more as well. But I have a little bit of time, and I'm going to continue Think on Your Feet. This is my Think on Your Feet face check playthrough of, you hear the rustling as I turn to the front of the campaign guide, Dark Matter. And I'm playing as Amanda Sharp, the student, through Dark Matter. We're actually at the halfway point, I believe, because we have played Tatterdemalion, Electric Nightmare, Lost Quantum, Strange Moons. And yeah, we've got Scenario 3B left in the Shadow of Earth. And then the Machine in Yellow, Fragment of Carcosa and Starfall remaining. So I'm actually at that point where deck is looking pretty strong and we can start really pushing. So I'm not going to spend too much longer introducing, talking about where we're up to. I just really want to dive in. I want to do story. I want to talk to you about the setup for this scenario because it looks really fascinating. And just before I do that, Peter's been moving. I've obviously had quite a busy time doing the mega first looks and editing interviews as well, particularly editing the Secrets in Scarlet interview. Three different bits of recording we did, all of them about 45, 50 minutes long, but then I was cutting down to 30 minutes and then putting it all together. It was just a lot of work. And other work for me, non-podcast work, has really taken off at the moment, surprisingly, thankfully. So that's keeping me really busy as well. So yeah, I need to do some thinking about how I fit everything in, but I just thought I'd let you know. Let's do scenario setup and then our deck. So this is scenario 3B, In the Shadow of Earth. In the middle of the 21st century, Earth was in complete chaos. Rioting, crime, madness and worse had become the order of the day for the entire world. In a last ditch of effort, two of the arcs were completed and the third vessel was stripped for parts. The two completed vessels set out for Mars, each carrying 3,000 humans in suspended animation. One vessel, the Liberty, suffered a massive power plant failure and the crew and passengers were killed. The other ship, Hope, eventually reached Mars. That's Maya from the Information Archives. Pause storytelling at this moment to say, of course, a content warning. I don't know what this scenario will contain. And because I'm playing a fan-made scenario, there aren't other people. That, well, there are some people who've played this, but who knows what's out there. It won't have gone through the same checks as Fantasy Flight content. Even that can have some shocking stuff as well. The planet Earth, what used to be humanity's sanctuary, is now abandoned to the madness of the Ancient Ones. There is very little information of what remains on the Earth, but if anyone would attempt to send out a transmission, survey vessels stationed around the planet, such as the Nostalgia 2, would hear those calls. The trip itself was uneventful, and you spend your days watching the blue dot of Earth grow and grow in size. Around the time you can finally recognise a few of the continents, Tatterdemalion picks up a lonely and distant beat, the echo of the Nostalgia 2's distress beacon. You try to hail the crew with your radios, but there's no response. The Tatterdemalion begins its deceleration, and with no time to waste, you prepare to board the godforsaken ship. Ooh, godforsaken. Haster is a god, is he not? So, in case you're wondering what the heck is going on, obviously go back and listen, but after we played Electric Nightmare, I think it's Electric Nightmare, we had three choices of sort of leads to follow. One was going to an asteroid called Elbrus. We did that second and we stabilised the quantum field there. The first thing we did was we went to Saturn's moons and we interacted with some MIGO there. 
and also some different brain storage that they had, sort of talking to these different brains and making sense of some of the past story and some of what the cultists were up to in terms of trying to awaken to Silda. Our final option was hacking into the mainframe of an Earth survey vessel named the Nostalgia and references to a quarantine and to trust no one. And so that is what we're doing here. Our setup, there are just two encounter sets in the shadow of Earth, the scenario set up, and Deep Space. Deep Space, I think, has been through all three of these scenario threes. And we've set aside two enemies, the Entity and the Feaster from afar. We've created the scanning deck. It's a slim little deck. Most of the cards seem to have two icons on them. We've created an evidence deck. That's a deck of story cards. We've put locations into play. There are three, five, eight locations. I'll talk about the map in a moment. And then without looking at it, put the top card of the evidence deck face down under the scenario reference card. So we lose one straight away from that deck. Repeat this process once for each three tally marks under impending doom. We have impending doom of three, so we lose another card, which means this evidence deck has just lost a third of its number. There's four there. And then we shuffle the remainder of the cards and we're ready to go. Specific rules. There's cards removed from the game. In this scenario, you must keep track of cards that are removed from the game. It's fine. And then motion scanning. In this scenario, the scan action designator functions slightly differently. You may only scan when you're at a location with an icon matching the top card of the scanning deck. When you scan, instead of searching for the topmost card of the scanning deck matching the icon you're scanning for, you simply draw the top card of the scanning deck. Okay. So at the moment, the top card of the scanning deck is blue T and green two bars. Our map is probably the next thing to talk about. We start top left at the airlocks. The design of this is a triangle. So we've got on the left-hand side, a row of three cards, a column rather of three cards. Then we've got a square of four cards off to the right, and then finally a single card to the far right. So imagine the profile, the profile, the What's it called when you do a a cross-section of a spaceship that's a sort of triangle with the flight deck on the far right and us on the far left? So on the far left, from top to bottom, we have airlocks going down into ship mainframe and then below that, the engine room. To the right of airlocks and a little bit below it, we have hydroponics and below that, crew quarters. And to the right of hydroponics is the infirmary and below that, telecoms. So there's a little square here of hydroponics with crew quarters below it an infirmary with telecoms below it, and then finally to the right of infirmary and telecoms is the flight deck. In terms of connections, it looks like everything is more or less connecting to whatever it's adjacent to. So airlocks, I can go diagonally right and down to hydroponics, or I can go down to the ship mainframe. From ship mainframe, I can go back up to airlocks, down to engine room, and across to hydroponics or crew quarters. All of them are just Nostalgia 2 traded, but it does say that you cannot enter the ship mainframe. Your access level is restricted. So it looks like we're definitely moving to hydroponics. Flavor for our location. There are no responses when you call out for assistance, only echoes mocking you back. It's three shroud and two clues. Free trigger, get to the Tatadamalian, add a crew story asset you control to the victory display. Action, resign. You should never have come. Remove all crew story assets you control from the game. So if I resign, the crew story assets leave. If I do a free trigger, I can rescue crew to the 
Tastamalian. The hall is overcome by the smell of rotten flesh permeating through the ozone-tinged air. I'm just going to do ancestral knowledge and then prep my deck, and then we should read the act in the agenda. So our ancestral knowledge draws are Unexpected Courage, Eureka, Manual Dexterity, Enraptured, and Promise of Power. Well, the Enraptured can stay there until we have online segment of Onyx, Pendant of the Queen. Agenda 1A, The Nostalgia 2. You carefully enter the ship through the airlocks of the Nostalgia 2. It is eerily silent, other than the occasional clanging and hiss of the air circulation. There's an action here scan. If the top card of the scanning deck has an icon matching your current location, spend one clue as a group, draw the top card of the scanning deck. At the moment, that's telecoms or flight deck. So that's the far right. And then also in that square of locations in the middle, it's the bottom right one. So hydroponics, infirmary, crew quarters, telecoms. So pretty far away from me. There's a forced effect when a crew story asset is defeated or discarded, remove it from the game. Act 1A, is anyone home? There's no one to greet you, no response to your calls, but despite the silence, your motion scanner occasionally displays a few blips of movement coming from within the ship. Objective, when you draw a story asset from the scanning deck, advance. I have no idea how many there are in the scanning deck, but it seems pretty clear to me we need to get clues and get to telecoms or flight deck. We have two skulls in the bag that Minus X, X is half the amount of damage on you and assets you control rounded down. We have two cultists, minus two if you fail, deal one damage or one horror to an ally asset you control. And then finally we've got two elder things, they're zero, you must either choose one, take two damage or this test auto fails. Wow, so we've potentially got three auto fails in the bag. I don't think we have any trauma yet, I just suddenly had a thought did we gain a trauma. If we did, I can't remember it. And we've got to remember as well that we've got K2PS187, which is permanent, and it gives us an extra action for scanning. So that's good for the scan there, and it gives us a card or resource for doing so. Opening hand, and let's get rolling. We've got Eureka, Segment of Onyx, Dream Enhancing Serum, Promise of Power, and Perception. Weird hand. We could play Dream Enhancing Serum and slot Perception and just draw like mad. Eureka and Promise of Power does give us some some escape. What else would we be looking for if we were to start mulliganing? We'd be looking for economy in a cracked case or a burning the midnight oil or some more defense. Although we can defend ourselves with Promise of Power and Eureka. So maybe we just draw really heavily and we don't pick up anything from ancestral knowledge this turn. Yeah, let's do it. So Amanda does Amanda things, drawing an inquiring mind. And let's slot perception underneath her. First action will play Dream Enhancing Serum. We're down to two resources. Second action will investigate here. We're a five on one. Auto fail. <laughs> Start as you mean to carry on. Five on one. Zero. So we succeed by four. So we draw two cards from the perception. Manual dexterity and a shortcut. Do we ancestral knowledge now to draw a manual dexterity into our hand which would get us a draw off in dream enhancing serum or do we just hold on i think we hold on at the moment there's no need to completely overwhelm our hand upkeep we draw a segment of onyx and we exhaust dream enhancing serum which draws us and i've got a plan we go up to three resources 
So hand is two segments, a shortcut and I've got a plan, and then a lovely skill suite of promise, eureka, inquiring mind, manual dexterity. Eight cards in hand, which is really seven because of the two segments. We get to one of three doom, and our encounter card is from the dark. It is grim art flavor. It's all around us. Jesus. It's tactic traded. Revelation test agility six. Reduce the difficulty of this by one for each card in the scanning deck. Okay, we're going to have to look how many cards are in the scanning deck. There are six, so this is difficulty zero. If you fail, either take one damage for each point you fail by, or search the encounter deck and discard pile for a mimic enemy and draw it. So we are just going to be testing two on zero. And do we just just take that? I think so. And I'm just having a scheme about what I would do this turn. I would maybe swat, slot, yeah. slot inquiring mind and investigate, move, investigate. So yeah, let's just go two on zero. Plus one. A pass. Amanda does Amanda things. It is the dream diary dreams of a child. Well, that's nice. Out goes the perception. Does that change what we're doing somewhat? Do we get that played? Could still shortcut here. Yeah, let's still slot the inquiring mind. First action, down comes dreams of a child. I'll get essence of the dream ready. So this is the eight cards in hand one. And we're currently seven cards in hand. Second action, I'll investigate. I'm a five on one. Plus one again, wow. Clue? I think we do shortcut into the hydroponics, a self-sustaining ecosystem to provide enough food stuff for eternity. Just double checking all the connections to make sure we can. And the reason we do that is to get value out of the inquiring mind. It's three shroud and two clues. Free trigger. If there are no clues on hydroponics and you have fewer than three sanity remaining, each investigator at this location adds one tally mark next to their memories. Group limit once per game. It's been too long since you've last smelled the fresh scent of greenery. Well, we at the moment have seven sanity, so we're not fewer than three sanity remaining. That could be something we try and do on the way out. I think for now we just investigate again two up would it be nice to go a bit higher than that i think two up is where we're at auto fail oh my word we're like spiking really high or low here two plus ones two auto fails and that's our turn so we only get one blue out of the inquiring mind but so be it upkeep we draw the occult lexicon and we go to two resources so we're on two resources and two clues we just keep heading as we're going. I feel like if we're going to do lots of scanning, we're going to need lots of clues. So we just keep doing what we're doing. Hand is now a cult lexicon, two segments of onyx. I've got a plan, promise of power, eureka, and manual dexterity. Underneath ancestral knowledge, there is manual dexterity, eureka, and promise of power, and then an enraptured and unexpected courage. So that gives us options for uh, exhausting ancestral knowledge, drawing one of those cards, which would trigger an DES as well. And we hit two doom. Our encounter card is rats? Question mark. One fight, one health, three evade, hunter. Forced after you defeat rats, draw the top card of the encounter deck. A horde of cruel things skitters forth in an undulating wave of claws, teeth, and mottled fur. They're like souped up rats. Wow, cool. 
Amanda does Amanda things. Farewell Inquiring Mind. Drawing a Dream Enhancing Serum. That's a bit of a dud card. But it does mean we're at eight in hand. What do we put underneath us? How are we going to deal with these rats? Probably try and punch them. Is going for a promise of power to two OTT. We could promise a power and then investigate twice here. We do want to get them off us. Or we could Eureka now. And we'll have Essence of the Dream in hand. It's not going to give us quite enough cards in hand. Oh yeah, it is going to work. This would work. Oh, but then Eureka won't help us investigating because we'd only be a two on three. I think we do do Promise of Power. Let's get some curses ready. As ever with this deck, it feels so uh, tempo-oriented about just getting ahead of the curve. So when our turn begins... Essence of the Dream comes to our hand. But, oh yes, before that, sorry, at the end of Mythos, we pull Promise of Power into our hand, which means Dream Enhancing Serum would have drawn us another card before we placed the card underneath Amanda. That works, yeah. In the in the free triggered window at the end of Mythos, we pick up Promise of Power. That triggers Dream Enhancing Serum, which would have drawn us the other Dream Enhancing Serum. And then when Amanda does Amanda things, she gets this Occult Invocation. Hmm. No, we don't want to spend two for a cult invocation, do we? A cool ten cards in hand here. Let's punch first with six on one. Elder thing, we will take two damage to just make that a hit, because that's either two damage or auto fail. And after you defeat rats, draw the top card of the encounter deck. That's nasty. It's contamination. It's Injury and Madness. Revelation, attach contamination to an ally asset at your location, unique if possible. And there's a forced effect at the end of the round. You must either choose one, discard the attached ally, or place one doom on it. This whiffs. We have no ally. That's nice. I'll take that any day of the week. Now we get to do some investigating. So I will commit Essence of the Dream for a cool plus four. I'm mainly doing it because we're overdrawn. I'm happy to discard Dream Enhancing Serum. Wow, another Elder thing. How many times can we afford to take two damage or auto-fail? I think we just auto-fail. We took one to get rid of the rats, but I just... Unless there's a healing option in the infirmary, which is the next location along. Okay, we'll risk it. We'll go up by two, go up to four of seven. And then let's investigate here again. And I'll put in... I won't put in the Eureka. We're six on three. It's a nice place to be. Third curse goes in. Minus one clue. Main thing I'm feeling here is we're a bit short on economy. So I don't want to spit out the two segments of Onyx without the other one yet. And I don't want to play a cult lexicon because we wouldn't be able to play the blood rites. The dream enhancing serum we're going to discard, I believe, because although it's nice to get the extra draw at the moment, we're drawing fine. We have just cursed the bag quite a lot and we've taken four damage for our trouble, but so be it. Upkeep. I wonder if there's anything in this scenario that shuffles the scanning deck. So you're heading your way to one place and then it gets shuffled up. Our draw is an I've got a plan. So we can exhaust Dream Enhancing Serum and draw again. It's Wit and Green. We got up to three resources. It would be nice to play Wit and although we've seen some ally targeting in this scenario, which is worth noting. 
And cards in hand are Eureka, Promise of Power, Manual Dexterity, Occult Invocation, Two I've Got a Plan, Two Segment, Occult Lexicon, Dream Enhancing Serum, and Witten. So that is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So we'll discard a Dream Enhancing Serum, and that's only nine because the dupes count as one with Dream Enhancing Serum. We are a bit broke. It's all right. We draw heavily, so we're going to hit a point where we'll have crap cases and burning the midnight oils, and down we'll go Witten. Once we start scanning, we can also generate resources with K2PS187. But that is for another turn, because we hit three doom. In the open, you were not prepared to hear the horrible, ear-piercing roar of disembodied cries. Your motion scanner bleeps uncontrollably. There is biological movement detected in every direction. Whatever thing that has corrupted this ship has fine... I think it should be whatever thing has corrupted this ship has finally noticed your arrival. Shuffle the encounter discard pile into the encounter deck, and then discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until an enemy is discarded. Spawn that enemy at the ship mainframe, which is just to the left and below us. We discard a Mimic. It's three, sh three Shroud, it's three Fight, four Health, three Evade. Mimic gains the traits of the topmost ally asset in your discard pile, which is none, and it deals additional horror equal to the sanity value of the topmost ally asset in your discard pile. Flavor, help. The art is this very disgusting, bug-like, tentacly creature that's clearly at some point had a human form. Doesn't have Hunter, which is nice. So it's sitting there. If Witten were in my discard pile, it would have ally and miskatonic traits, and it would deal horror equal to her sanity, which would be two damage, three horror hit. So we do want to build up clues to probably just one shot I've got to plan that. And we have the clues to do that. We're on three clues. But that is for another turn. It doesn't hunt and we can't even move in there. So, so be it. We do actually still need to draw an encounter card though and read Agenda 2A. The Thing from Earth. There is an abomination that is creeping around the ship, consuming all biological and mechanical matter within its reach and creating corrupted imitations. Same rule about scan, it's got to be the location matching, and it's got to cost you a clue. And when a crew story a, a clue, when a crew story asset is defeated or discarded, remove it from the game. Our encounter card is Corrupted Machine. Four fight, two health, two evade. Spawn location with the most clues. Well, our location has a single clue, so it spawns here. Action, parlay, test willpower three. If you succeed, discard Corrupted Machine. If you fail, it immediately attacks you. Well, hmm. Hmm. Flavor, am I still human? Hits for a damage and a horror. We've got two lines for this one, haven't we? It's easy to evade and we have a manual dexterity. So we could just mandex it and get away. Alternatively, we could try that parlay. And the reason I'm pausing, there's still at the end of Mythos here, is do we try and grab anything out from underneath Ancestral Knowledge? What we could grab now is Unexpected Courage, and we're going to then draw a card and slot something, and we'd have lots of icons. I think we do that. The turn could be a Willpower 3, an Intellect 3 to get this clue, and then move away. Amanda does Amanda things, drawing a working a hunch. Well, that's just going to sit in our hand for a while until we're rich enough to stop cheating clues. I don't think we put Promise of Power underneath, so I think we slot Unexpected Courage and Essence of the Dream comes to hand. 
could even commit that working hunch to try and get the clue here. So let's try the parlay first. We're one up. Essence of the dream is a plus four, making us five up. Skull. That's half the amount of damage of horror on you and assets I control. So that's a minus two. That is a success. And away goes the corrupted machine. Next, let's try and get the clue here. I think we do just use the working hunch because, well, we could in fact do a cult invocation. That gets us to two up. Do we go Eureka to go even higher? Two up is actually very good for this bag. Let's go at two up. Minus one. Clue. And we have a single solitary action left. I think we head over into the infirmary. That would mean we're next to flight deck and telecoms. One path we could plan to do is go airlocks, hydroponics, infirmary, flight deck, so along the top of the ship, and then loop back telecoms, crew quarters, engine room, potentially being able to just run through the ship mainframe if we find a way of getting in. Let's read the flavour there. The Nostalgia 2 was constructed in the Martian colonies where advanced AI has never been created. Some may say that it is a blessing. Okay. I'm just wondering if that flavour gives us a hint of how to open it. So yeah, I think that route is quite nice because we know we can scan over at the flight deck as well as the telecoms. There's almost no type of acute injury that medicine in this century cannot remedy. Unfortunately, healing long-term trauma is still a holy grail yet to be discovered. It's foreshroud and a clue. As an action, you can choose an ally asset at this location, test intellect to, if you succeed, discard a copy of contamination attached to them. That was that nasty thing we saw. A bloody mess lies in the chair of the surgical chamber with no body in sight. Oof. Okay, well, at the moment we can't do much there. We don't have an ally that's dying. That's our turn. Upkeep. We draw a second copy of Witten Green, exhaust the Dream Enhancing Serum, and draw the virtual access key. That's the story uh, reward. It's basically the silver key from Dream Eaters. When you would take horror, exhaust the key and cancel one of that horror. Hand is Eureka, Promise, Manual Dexterity, Working a Hunch, Occult Invocation, two plans, two segments, two wittens, and the key. So that's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What do we discard? I wonder if we get rid of one of the occult invocations. Well, the only occult invocation, in fact. The reason I'm not just chucking a Witten is obviously two counters one anyway. Man, economy, like, all in the second half of my deck. And we've got two plans here and two manual dexterity, so I think that's our enemy solution at the moment. We do go up to four resources, and we place one of four doom. And our encounter card is another's woe. Put this card into play next to the agenda deck, forced after an ally asset leaves play, place one doom on another's woe. Test willpower three or agility three as an action. If you, seed, dis if you succeed, discard another's woe. Really struggling with my talking today. I'm sort of out of practice of podcasting. So when allies leave play, doom goes on another woe. Action to clear it. It's just a bit more of a nuisance. So the big theme here is ally targeting. The vibe I'm getting is that we're trying to save the crew and get them back to the airlocks, and it seems like the whole scenario is targeting us around that. We don't want to pick up anything from underneath uh, ancestral knowledge, so Amanda does Amanya thing things, drawing a perception too. 
could be a good slot now. What do we want to do this turn? We would like to get the clue here. It is hard to get though, and we're on exactly four resources. I wonder if we're going to play Witten this turn. If we were to play Witten this turn, we would then play Witten, move into flight deck, do a thing. It's not really necessarily a heavy draw turn. Other option if we don't play Witten is... Hmm. It's a bit awkward, isn't it? Nice full hand. We just not quite got the resources to go over the top with everything. Essence of the Dream will return to our hand after we make this decision. See, even with perception underneath us, it's hard work to get this clue. That's a five on four. We could play Witten, commit working a hunch, draws us cards, and then we've just got to move. Is it worth playing Witten when there's so much ally targeting? We like her for the two stat boosts. We've got a Tome in play, so they're both online. We like her for finding the last segment. Potentially being able to teleport to airlocks is really nice. If we do just move to flight deck, we then do get a free action scanning. And we're on four clues at the moment, so we don't mind spending clues. Yeah, I think we go with this. And I think we put the perception underneath us. So first action is play Witten for four. We're broke. Second action is investigate. We're a three, six on four. And I think we commit the working a hunch because we have no money to get us four up. Auto fail. I think we last action move into the flight deck, cut our losses on drawing loads of cards and get a scan out of it, which would get us a resource. So the flight deck says for navigators and those who want to see the splendor of Earth with their own eyes. It's three shroud and a clue. Day 192. Unidentified biological entity still on board. No sign of Noah nor Liz, presumed dead. Crew morale low. That's Captain Burr, ship's log. It's three shroud and a clue. Action, deal two horror to each investigator at this location. Gain two clues from the token bank. Limit once per round. So we could deal two clue, two horror to Witten, potentially, and get two clues. And then last action, we are now at the blue T, and that matches the top card of the scanning deck. So we will have a free action to scan. And after we scan, we will gain a resource from... K2. Our scan is Lieutenant Archer Michaels. It is an ally asset. Revelation, put this card into play on dual control. Action, deal two damage to any enemy in play. This action does not provoke attacks or opportunity. Group limit once per game. She's victory one and she has two health and one sanity. Doesn't take up an ally slot. Ha ha. So... Now, oh, I did need to spend a clue for that. Now it becomes clear to me what we're doing. It might be that the other people in the scanning deck are more of the crew. And my vibe is we don't want them defeated or discarded. We really want to get back to airlocks and add crew story assets to the victory display because they have Veep on them. It's a shame we've missed out on clues there. We are still on three clues, which is nice. And we go to upkeep. And of course, if this ally, Lieutenant Archer Michaels or Witten, Leaves play, we add doom to another's woe. We draw another working a hunch. Okay, well, I mean, that's all right. We go to two resources. 
And we forgot to do Witten, but that's fine. I'm just going to accept we forgot. With nine cards in hand, what do we discard? I mean, we still can't really afford to do working a hunch, so we'll get rid of the other working a hunch. I think that's okay to do. Other options will be working a hunch here quickly, but I feel like I need to keep resources up for segment and I've got a plan. Yeah, working a hunch goes. We hit two doom, and then we should probably do a hand reminder and some planning. We've drawn perfect imitation. It's a trap. Put it into play in your threat area. When you draw a mimic enemy while you control an ally asset, test willpower four. If you fail, discard this card and an ally asset you control. If I was an imitation, a perfect imitation, how would you know if it was really me? So drawing a mimic enemy while I have ally assets kills an ally, and that's the only way to get rid of that card. So hand reminder, we have Eureka, Promise, Manual Dexterity. Events is very slim now, it's just two I've got a plan. We've got two Segment of Onyx, another Witten, another virtual, and, and virtual Access Key, and then we do have Essence of the Dream, which I carefully kept in hand because I was hoping to boost my stats this turn, and it looks like that's going to be possible. The reason I kept the second Witten here over the working a hunch, my thinking is there seems to be a lot of ally targeting here. Losing an expensive Witten is really nasty, but it might be that that's just what I need to do. I think we draw heavy now anyway and try and get the segment online. The scanning locations for the next place are the telecoms again or back at hydroponics, which is two away from us. So this turn could be investigate at the flight deck, move into telecoms where the Nostalgia 2 listens to the last cries of Earth, maybe investigate there and then scan there as well. So that seems nice. Amanda does Amanda things or do we... I think we do Ancestral Knowledge now for the Eureka, adding it to our hand, which exhausts Dream Enhancing Serum and draws us a card. It's an occult invocation. Then Amanda does Amanda things, drawing the Eye of Truth. We have slotted that in our deck now just to give us a big boost, and I'm very fond of it. And I think the card we slot here now is Essence of the Dream. The fact that we're not completely overdrawn here is amazing. Actual cards in hand, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. But yeah, it's 9, basically. <laughs> yeah, we slot Essence of the Dream, so that is, means all our stats are 6s. First action, let's investigate. 7 on 3 because of Witten. Zero. Clue. That's the Veep there. Second action, we move into telecoms. It's two shroud and two clues. If it is currently act two, cross out one per investigator of your memories as a group. Draw the top card of the evidence deck and read it. Group limit once per game. Static fills the radios. Transmissions from Earth are usually incomprehensible. Let's exhaust Witten and search the top nine of our deck, which is... <laughs> we only got 11 cards left. Do we see a relic or a tome? We see the third segment, and we also see the dream diary. So I'll take the third segment. We have one action left. I probably will try and get a clue here, but I think before that I scan. And the reason for that would be that would take us to three resources, which would mean we could play all three segments down. So yes, I'll scan. It is Adam Tanner. Revelation, put this card into play under your control. Another ally and crew. 
Reaction. When an enemy spawns at your location, you automatically evade it. Group limit once per game. Again, two health, one sanity. Again, victory one. Next place for scanning is the crew quarters of the engine room. So to the left of us or two to the left of us. That takes us up to three resources. I think we do... Well, the other two segments aren't taking up space. That's the other thing. Just save our resources. So last action investigate here. Or do we just leave the two, two clues here? If there are six cards in the scanning deck, which I think there were, that's basically all of the locations apart from the ship mainframe. Oh, when you draw a story asset from the scanning deck, advance. These aren't story assets, are they? It's story asset, right? It's not a story card, but it's an asset. That's why I've been confused. I thought we were the, our objective on Act 1A is when you draw a story card from the scanning deck. I'm just going to glance at the scanning deck. Yeah, they're all, I think they're all crew members. It's when you draw an asset from the scanning deck and it's a story asset because obviously they belong to this scenario. So have I really messed this up? We would have advanced at the end of last turn. Let's flip and see what happens and see if I need to do some unwinding. In hiding. This was when we got Lieutenant Archer Michaels. One of the crew members stumbles out in fear. Thank God someone is here to help. I heard your calls but was too scared to answer. There's something else with us on the ship. It's already taken some of the crew but not all of us. I don't know who to trust. That vibe of trust no one. Interestingly, they've trusted us. I guess they notice that we're not crew members. They describe an abomination that's been corrupting and consuming all biological and electronic mass on the ship. We knew about that from the act. The entity is able to take on the form of the bodies and equipment it consumes, becoming a perfect imitation of the original. When it all went downhill, the Nostalgia 2 enacted a rudimentary quarantine procedure, and the crew have been hiding throughout the ship, waiting for help ever since. You can lead the helpless crew member back to the safety of the Tatadamalian, but if it is true that this abomination is able to create perfect imitations, how would you know if they're truly human? Reveal the ship mainframe location, advance to Act 2A. Ship mainframe. And the reason the enemy here is that we spawned an enemy there. It's four shroud and two clues. Action, parlay. Investigators at the location spend one clue as a group, draw the top card of the evidence deck and read it. K2 calculates that the crew that cannot be accounted for with evidence have a 15% chance to be safe. It is up to you if you want to risk the entire mission for them. Ah, okay. I think so far we're still good. Act 2A is save our souls. There are still people hiding on board, among other things. Try to find as many of the Nostalgia 2's crew as you can and escape. But beware, some of the crew may not be who they say they are. Objective, if each undefeated investigator has resigned. Resolution 1. Hint, bringing an imitation aboard Tatadamalian will have severe consequences. Right. I still have an action left. I can see that that hasn't caused the problem for what we've done. I would have found that out at the flight deck, and I think I would have still had a similar turn, get the clue at the flight deck, move, scan again. There's this separate evidence deck. We've killed some of the cards in it, and there's also this scanning deck. My vibe is we need to go to the main flame, spend clues there. That means if we want to scan for all of the crew in the scanning deck, we need four clues, which is exactly what we have. But if we want to then do some parlaying, there are four cards in the evidence deck, so we need another four clues. 
Clues in play at the moment, two on telecoms, one north of us in the infirmary, and two at the ship mainframe. So that would give us exactly the right amount of clues, and then one over. If we want enough clues for I've got a planning, we want another three. So ideally, we'd get seven clues more than what we have. I'm just marking that with a D6. So that suggests to me that, yes, we do get the clues here at telecoms. Theory next turn could be a slot in Raptured and investigate, move, investigate. So that would mean getting the segment out, but we don't need to do that yet. So we'll just investigate now. Ah, and then here, action, if it's currently Act 2, cross out one of your memories. That's another way of getting an evidence rather than spending an action to forfeit a memory. With seven on two investigating, minus four, clue. Six clues to go if we want to do all of that. Upkeep, we draw a crack the case at last. Cards in hand, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. What do we lose now? I think we lose our Witten, the second Witten. Other option would be this: the other occult invocation. Maybe the occult invocation goes because we're broke and we might need to replay Witten. Mythos, we hit three Doom. And our encounter card is a Mimic. Ooh, we've drawn a Mimic enemy while we control an ally asset. So we need to test Willpower 4. If we fail, discard this card and an ally we control. Good news is we have Essence of the Dream underneath us and a shed load of cards. I think, I think we Eye of Truth this, you know, to stop other perfect imitations. So we are a 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 on 4. Cultist, minus 2. So perfect imitation goes into the victory display with the Eye of Truth attached to it. And we don't lose an ally, which doesn't trigger another's woe. How do we want to deal with this mimic? And what are we doing this turn? We're probably not in Rapture doing this turn, so we don't need to pick that up. So Amanda is doing Amanda things. Essence of the Dream goes back under Dream Diary as it's discarded, and we draw an Obscure Studies. Could just pop the Obscure Studies underneath us. That'll keep us going. We probably don't want to put Promise of Power. The other thing to put under is the Virtual Access Key. And I think our first action this turn is playing I've Got a Plan. Second action is investigating, and our third action is moving to crew quarters. So, yeah, I'll put virtual access key underneath. We don't have the resources to play it, and it's a nice plus two. First action, I'll pay two to play I've Got a Plan level two. Our intellect is currently three with Witten, four, five with the access key, six, seven with I've Got a Plan, seven on three. Ah, and then Essence of the Dream comes back to hand because. <laughs> Amanda does Amanda things at the start of investigation, and Dream Diary gives you Essence of the Dream at the start of your turn. Start of investigation is before the start of your turn, so back it comes. So yeah, we'll, we're four up trying to I've got a plan. Do we put in another two to mitigate against a curse? We could commit an Essence of the Dream for another four and take two curses out of the bag. Minus one, mega overkill. The mimic is dead. It didn't gain any traits from an ally in my discard pile because there isn't any. It doesn't deal additional horror. 
so it's gone. Thank you, I've got a plan. Absolutely amazing card. Second action, we investigate. We're a six on two here. Zero. Clue. Now, we could, as an action, cross out one memory. We have seven to draw an evidence card. The fact that that's group limit once per game makes me think it's very strong. Although we also know at the ship mainframe there is another option there of just drawing evidence cards as a parlay. Hmm. I think we just move on. I think memories are so precious. Yes, we can only do it once, but also I think we just move on. The crew quarters. A ship of this size must contain dozens of crew members to sustain itself. Where is everyone? Three shroud, two clues. Reaction. After you discover the last clue from this location, each investigator at this location gains two resources. Group limit once per game. I'm definitely cracking the case there as well. A modest lounge with a dartboard soft drink dispenser and a large holographic entertainment system. No human to be seen. Well, let's scan because we're in the right location. See what we get. It's Sophie, again ally and crew, comes into play under my control. Action, spend one clue, scan, draw the top card of the scanning deck as if it were at any loca- you were at any location, group limit once per game. That's good. Oh, I could have done Adam's ability and just auto-evade that mimic. I've done the test now. Whoops. Okay, next place to scan is flight deck or our location. So that's pretty good. And I get a resource from K2PS187. So we can scan again here, and then maybe we're using Sophie to scan. Did I spend a clue for that scan? I did not. I think my tally is good. So we're on five clues. We're on two resources. We're hoping to get a shed load of resources next turn, and then we'll go crazy. Enemy phase, nothing. Upkeep. We draw Dream Diary. Oh, I forgot to trigger Witten again. That's fine. We're only one card over. I think we chuck that Dream Diary that we just drew. We go to three resources. We do hit four doom. I don't believe another's woe discards because it's just interplay next to the agenda deck. It's not attached to the agenda. The lost. You have come to understand that whatever plague has struck upon Earth has been transmitted to the ship as well. Perhaps the ship was too close to Earth's atmosphere, or perhaps a crew member had accidentally watched one too many of the undecipherable and corrupting transmissions from Earth. Whatever the invisible corruption is, it has begun to affect you as well. For every time you blink, you see visions of the hell left behind on Earth. Masses of flesh appear around you, sculpting into the shapes of people you once knew. In player order, each investigator must test willpower 3. In your campaign log for each investigator who fails, record that they have been corrupted by the Earth. So we are willpower 3 already, and we have the virtual access key underneath us giving us a lovely plus 3. So that's 6 on 3. Do we want to put anything else into this test? Do we care about being corrupted by the Earth? Maybe now is the time to slot a Eureka in to be four up. Minus one. Eureka sees burning the midnight oil obsessive or crack the case. Let's take the crack the case, which triggers dream enhancing serum to draw draw us another card. It is a shortcut. Agenda 3A. Scream of the dead. If you stay too long on this ship, there's no doubt that sooner or later the abomination will come for you too. There's the same scan ability. 
There's the same forced effect. It's three doom, and this is the last card in the agenda deck. We are running out of time and fast. I felt like we were doing okay, but now I think, wow, we're short on time. Let's draw our card and then we can make a plan. It is another Mimic. That's okay, I think, because I think we exhaust Adam and automatically evade this enemy here and we leave it and have a bit of a plan for this turn. Amanda does Amanda things. It is obsessive. So what are we slotting underneath us? Oof, obsessive might shut down getting out the segments. I think we put the obscure studies underneath us and now obsessive kills a card for us. Okay, this is nasty. <laughs> and this triggers before we get Essence of the Dream. At least we're about to loop our deck if we need to do that. It kills the other Eureka. Okay, fine. Essence of the Dream comes to hand. Let's spend three resources. So the plan here is get the segments out, obviously, before we get sniped. Out comes the pendant. We want to here clue, clue, scan, and then probably get out of here. We do have a shortcut. So we could just shortcut into where the mimic is, the other mimic, and clue, clue, scan, and kill it, potentially. Let's give that a go. Or evade it with Pendant of the Queen and Parley. Either's good. We can tank a hit from a Mimic now because we've got so much health soak in Archer, Sophie, and Tanner. Let's scan first. It's Captain Burr. He can be designed direct damage and direct horror dealt to any investigator and ally assets at our location, and he's two health and two sanity. Nice. And the next scanning is the engine room or the infirmary. And I wonder if we use Sophie's ability. Oh, sorry, we do spend a clue for that scan. And do we just keep drawing now because we're about to get eight resources? Yes, we draw. It's burning the midnight oil. Okay, first full action is investigate. We are a six on three. We'll put Essence of the Dream in. Eight on three. It is an elder thing. We'll take two damage, putting one on Burr and one on Tanner. Get the clue. And we get two resources for burning the Midnight Oil, which I should have taken already. Scan again. What do we put in this time? Got, oh, I've got a plan online. We put in Promise of Power. The thinking being, I just really want to pass this test. Minus two, clue. Everything goes off here. We crack the case both times for plus six, and we get two resources for succeeding there. So that takes us from zero resources this turn to 10. And we have one action left and a shortcut in hand, and we're kind of, our hand is kind of emptied. And we have Pendant of the Queen as well. So we could shortcut into the ship mainframe, try and kill it, with I've got a plan, and we're then in position next turn to just go parlay crazy. We've also got Sophie who would allow us to scan somewhere else. Or do we just shortcut into the engine room? I've got a bit panicked, as you can probably hear, about how much time is left. But actually, I think we're kind of in a good place. If we were to shortcut into the engine room, the rumbles and vibrations increase in magnitude the closer you are to the engine. We could scan there, which is matching... And then that would allow Sophie to scan whatever the last card is, irrespective of where it is. That's that's nice. That's the play. So we'll we'll shortcut in to the engine room. 
It's three shroud and a clue. Deal two damage to each investigator and enemy at this location to gain two clues from the token bank. Limit once per round. And it's victory one. So let's exhaust the pendant and spend a charge and grab that clue. We're on seven clues now. Two of which we're going to use to scan. And then a bunch of which we're going to use to do evidence. I think we've overshot for clues, which is fine. Enemy phase, nothing happens. Upkeep. Oh, we still have an action because we did shortcut pendant. We'll scan here. We'll forego the, the K2PS187. It's MUD12 Mudbug. <laughs> MU hyphen D12 Muddy. It's ally and crew. It's a robot. Put it into play under your control. Action. Move two damage between investigators, ally assets, and enemies at your location. Group limit once per game. Three health, no sanity. Victory one. Upkeep. Wow. This got really exciting. We draw another Burning the Midnight Oil. We go up to 11 resources. Maybe it's too little too late for resources because we've discarded both occult invocations, both working hunches, occult lexicon. Maybe I'm just not quite on form in terms of my play. But yeah, we can still teleport to the exit if we need to with Dependent of the Queen. And you know what? I'm going to Ancestral Knowledge that turn and grab Enraptured because I actually want to just fill my hand and Obsessive is going to tax us. We get to one of three Doom and our encounter card is Call of the Void. Surge. Cannot be cancelled or ignored. Revelation. If there are three or more tally marks under Impending Doom in your campaign log, shuffle the set aside the Feaster from afar enemy into the scanning deck, then remove Call of the Void from the game. There are three or more. So the Feaster from the Void is going in. There's only one other card in the scanning deck, and I can tell which is Feaster from the Void because it has all of the scanning icons. So basically it's in there, and my I'm just going to keep shuffling now, not looking, and hope that the top card is not the Feaster from afar. I have no idea what it is, I just know it's an enemy. It's not the top card. Wow. <laughs> okay, and uh, that also surges into the colours of space. Revelation test willpower 3. If you fail, this card goes into my threat area. You must commit all eligible skill cards in your hand to skill tests performed at your location, and it's an action and a horror to get rid of it. Okay, we do have obscure studies underneath us, so we are a 6 on 3 testing this, so I'll just take that. Zero. Pass. No colours of space. I think I have a plan to get us out of here. It's just somewhat action intensive. But we should do proper things. Amanda does Amanda things. Drawing Whispers of the Deep, which definitely goes underneath us. I think it's okay. Obsessive kills a card in our hand. It's a manual dexterity. And then we draw an Essence of the Dream. I think we move into where the Mimic is in the ship mainframe. Free evade it with Pendant of the Queen. And then we've got two actions left, which will be those parlays. And we can also use Sophie's scan to get the last crew member. Let's make it happen. First action, move in. The Mimic engages us. This isn't a turn to fight it because we have Whispers from the Deep, but that's fine. We'll use a Pendant of the Queen charge to auto-evade it. Second action, we'll spend one clue and parlay, and let's draw the top card of the Evidence deck. Because if this turns any of the crew into enemies, we're going to have some fighting to do. Evidence, Lieutenant Archer Michaels. That's the first person we rescued. 
All firearms aboard the Nostalgia 2 are continuously monitored by the ship's mainframe. These high-tech weapons also provide biometric information on their wielders while they're in their hands. Without too much hassle, you're able to determine that the lieutenant of the ship has not been consumed and imitated by the entity, notably because they've been holding onto their handgun the entire time. Lieutenant Michaels is not an imitation. Put this card into play next to the act deck. Forced, after you draw the Lieutenant Archer Michaels story asset from the scanning deck, draw the top card of the encounter deck. Okay, well we haven't, we've already got it. Archer is safe, I'm going to slot that underneath Archer. Well we have one that we know to return now. Ah, the six cards in the evidence are proof that everyone's safe. Because we've come to this scenario third, we won't be able to prove everyone we've rescued is safe. So what we should do is know who is safe, get them to the Tatterdemalion, and then resign, just losing the other people. And this turn we're going to go to two Doom, the following turn we're going to go to three Doom. So next turn we are going to need to resign. So we do another parlay. There's no point in us scanning again, because we have five of the crew out, and I think we can only prove that four are safe. So yeah, we don't need to do that. So we uh, we we don't scan, we parlay again. Evidence Sophie. With the mainframe's help, you track down the source of the ship's distress call, an engineer that's been fixing ventilation problems and who's been stuck in the maintenance areas of the ship ever since her partner mysteriously disappeared during the initial outbreak. She was able to send out a distress beacon by hacking into the comms system. You noticed that it was impossible for the contagion to reach her while she was in maintenance areas. That explains why Sophie can scan from anywhere, because she knows how to go through the the um, maintenance areas of the ship. The vibes here of sort of alien and creeping around in a ship and avoiding it is great. So Sophie's not an imitation. Same rules again. We did move, parlay, parlay. We don't need to scan. No, we should scan, because it's possible that the last crew member is one of the two that we can clear up. So we will scan, spending another clue, getting a resource. And the top card is, this is using Sophie's ability, Dr. Feng. Double action, heal one damage from each investigator and ally asset at your location. Group limit once per game, victory two. Enemy phase, nothing happens. Upkeep, the mimic engages us. And we draw our last card in our deck, which is Inquiring Mind. We go up to 13 resources and hit two of three Doom. Our encounter card is Hopeless. Revelation, put it into play in your threat area. Forced, when the agenda advances, discard Hopeless and test Willpower 3. If you fail, take one horror for each crew asset at your location. Well, that would be six horror. The plan is to leave this turn, I think. Amanda does Amanda things drawing a card, which means our deck loops, and then Whispers of the Deep discards, and we take the horror, which is fine. We're on six sanity left. So our turn could be parlay, parlay, pendant move to the airlocks, put people we know are safe into the Tatterdemalion, and last action resign. And we can do that without worrying about this mimic on us. And that seems a job well done. The card we draw from our deck is the Dream Enhancing Serum. Let's slot this Essence of the Dream. Obsessive hits us for a card. We made the right call not clearing Obsessive. It's milled us three cards, but we've discarded ourselves four or five. So 
And even on a short scenario like this, we loop our deck. We lose the inquiring mind. First action, we spend a clue. We're down to three. We parlay and draw the top card of the evidence. Dr. Feng, when you're finally able to access the video recordings for the infirmary, you discover the gnarly events that led up to the quarantine. Dr. Feng had been treating an unknown eye infection in one of the technicians. He was the first to notice that the corruption also took root in some of the medical tools used to examine the poor technician. That detail about it mimicking electronic equipment is amazing. This proved that whatever was corrupting the ship could also affect electronic equipment as well. Thankfully, the video was able to confirm that the doctor was wearing protective gear and has been hiding in a nearby compartment ever since. Dr. Fenn is not an imitation. Second action, we parlay again. This is the last card in the evidence deck. Mudbug! Although the medical robot Mudbug is not fully sentient, whatever is corrupting the vessel could still have infected in systems and infiltrate aboard your ship. Thankfully, the Nostalgia 2's central mainframe antivirus programs are able to confirm that none of the medical robot systems have been corrupted. Mudbug is not an imitation! That means that Tanner, who's given us a evade, and Captain Burr, both of whom have soaked damage for us, are maybe imitations. We spend the last charge on Pendant of the Queen, which removes it from the game. We never quite pulled off our enraptured play. I think I did the right thing not trying to do that, to teleport us to the airlocks. And then as a free trigger, we add Mudbug, Michaels, Sophie and Feng to the victory display. And as a last action, we resign, removing Tanner and Burr from the game, not adding them to the victory display. If each underfaced investigator has resigned, advance. Quarantine. Oh no, I flipped the card and it says, if you advance this agenda due to Act 3B, it's the only way to get here. I haven't. I've just gone to Resolution 1. Uh, the reason I was confused is there's way more Act cards there. We've gone to Resolution 1. You barely made it out of the madhouse alive. The horrors you've seen of what remains of the crew is almost too much for you to handle. If there are no crew story assets in the victory display, proceed directly to Resolution 5. If there are crew story assets in the victory display, look at the story cards that are under the scenario reference card, but do not read them. For each of the story cards, reveal one random chaos token from the chaos bag. If it's not an Elder Thing Bless plus one or zero, the crew story asset corresponding to that story card is an imitation of the entity. So let's look. We've got evidence Captain Burr. We've got evidence Adam Tanner. So for Captain Burr, minus one. So Captain Burr is an imitation. We've got evidence Adam Tanner, minus one. Adam is an imitation. If any of the crew story assets that are imitations are in the victory display, proceed to resolution two. If none of the crew story assets that are imitations are in the victory display, proceed to R3. We go to R3. Okay, we. <laughs> I think we kind of understood it correctly, I think. You've managed to save some of the crew and they mourn the lost for several days. Thankfully, none of the crew members you've brought aboard was an imitation. Over time, they describe how the madness only began a few days after they decoded a transmission from Earth, a cryptic poem. Let the red dawn surmise what we shall do when this blue starlight dies and all is through. You believe this poem must be what the cultists were after, but it is meaningless to you and doesn't help you uncover the coordinates of Fragment. 
you finally deliver the remaining crew to a service station in the Martian orbit, and the survivors thank you once more for saving them and bids farewell. I think she went bid farewell. I love service station there. In the UK, a service station is where you fill up on petrol. It's <laughs> not the same as like a station offering services. Despite all, you must leave this behind you and look forwards towards another lead. This is probably the worst written paragraph so far, not to be too critical. Despite all, you must leave this behind you and look forwards towards another lead. I think it just needs a bit of tidying up. We need to record in our campaign log that we've rescued the remaining crew under Nostalgia 2. We add one tally mark under Impending Doom in our campaign log, and then one additional tally mark for every two crew story assets removed from the game attached to the entity or in the scanning deck. So that was two, Burr and Tanner at the end. And we earn victory X of each card in the victory display. Two locations, the flight deck and the engine room. And then four crew, each for a VP. Feng, Sophie, Michaels and Mudbug. Mudbug is easily my favourite so far and I didn't even see it do anything. Just love it. And then we return to search for Fragment on page 10. Let's keep doing that while we're here. Page 10, we skip to interlude 2 because we completed each scenario 3, which is introspection. Some reading time. The strange quantum shards, the golden disks obtained from the MIGO, the cryptic message from Earth. Despite travelling throughout the solar system to uncover these individual pieces of the puzzle, you still can't seem to fit them together into one big picture. There is a key element missing, a connective tissue that will make sense of it all. Of course, there's also still one place you know for certain contains all of your answers, but you fear what you may find there. And that place is your own mind. Deep within your own subconscious, you can feel a shimmer of the cultist you embody, imprisoned in the edges between your thoughts. You know for certain that the other versions of you remembers how to find fragment. Entering one's own virtual mind is particularly dangerous, as any small mistake could send you spiralling into insanity but you're ready to confront your past once and for all. With the help of K2PS187, the cryo-chamber's dream protocols are once again tinkered with to access your own personal memories this time. You lie back down in the cryo-chamber once more. With a flick of a switch, you begin to fall back into unconsciousness. The investigators may choose to take their time to search the Tatadamalian for any more important details they may have missed. If you do so... Add one tally mark to Impending Doom and to each investigator's memories. Impending Doom, we are at five, and memories were at seven. Do we take an Impending Doom to take us to six to get up to eight memories? My guess would be yes, because I think we've done quite well in these scenario threes. And particularly one, we only got a single Impending Doom. So that would be my, we couldn't have gone any better in this one either. One impending doom. We had to get to, yeah. So I think we do it and search the Tatadamalian. The investigators may choose to enter a simulation of the Earth's histories to learn more about this future by playing a side story, crossing out memories instead of paying its experience cost. Experience earned by playing the side story become memories for investigators instead. Return to this section of the campaign guide after finishing the side story. Quick trip to Egypt? I mean, 
that's normally not my vibe. I don't normally put side stories into campaigns and I definitely don't in Think on Your Feet. So I think I would pass that now. I think that's a really fascinating way of mixing up how how to get there by spending memories and then earning back. Most side stories I feel like you can get more XP than you spend, but normally only a little bit. Do we want to go and try and just like smash War of the Outer Gods and get the cloak and the pocket dimension? Hmm. Anyway, based on your difficult level, we add a minus five to the chaos bag. And hard and expert, it's a six or a seven and an elder thing. And then we check the campaign log. If the investigators have uncovered the cultists' inhuman methods, we proceed to introspection one. I think we have done that, but I don't remember when we did that. Wasn't it with the brains? I think it was with the brains and the mygo. That would be my vibe. So we go to introspection one. Memories of your past life come flooding back to you. Horrible visions of launching missiles onto mining outposts, spreading mimetic biological viruses and other unspeakable evils upon humanity. The cultist that you used to be must answer for their atrocities, and you're more than ready to finally extinguish their presence within you. Each investigator begins the following scenario with one additional resource and one additional card in their starting hand. How am I going to remember that? <laughs> Impossible. It'll be two months before I do another toy. So yeah. And then we go to scenario four, the machine in yellow. And wow. The locations are balcony theatre, backstage and lobby. Holy hell. What a design absolutely thrilling i'm just loving it the thing that i'm loving is it feels like the story is really rich but then the gameplay itself is feels very classic arkham you know what i enjoyed about what we've just done here is that basically it was good stuff arkham look at the locations work out your route try and handle the problems that come up with you it's not throwing anything so dramatically different to me that I feel like I needed to have teched my deck in a specific way. And I think that's really important playing something for the first time. If you feel like you're being beaten up by a scenario for no good reason, that can be really frustrating. And this doesn't feel like that. But it also feels like it's proper brain burning trying to work out what to do. So that's really good too. The other thing to note here, just to get really wild... We haven't actually seen the Feaster from afar yet. Like, never flipped it. So I wonder if we've just managed to skip that because we've done these scenarios well. There's also a side card that we didn't get, Space Artillery, which comes with four combat, uh, three combat icons. Just, how was that supposed to come up? And then we've got two more Act cards as well. Oh no, there's, an, there's another agenda. I just put the agendas in the wrong way. Okay, so I've <laughs> I thought there were four act cards, but I've put agenda four behind act three. So yeah, loads that I missed there. I don't think I've got that wrong actually. I've just I've just been lucky in a way. Agenda one, agenda two, agenda three, agenda four. Yeah. Super exciting, super fun. I hope you've enjoyed this. I hope it's it's good to hear a campaign that you might not yet have played. And I certainly am really it's really kind of freshened for me the experience of playing Think on Your Feet because I'm playing something I don't know and showing that side of my play. So yeah, and I hope you haven't minded our bit of a hiatus. I'm going to try and put some more things up as well, although I know that Peter's really busy at the moment, so the chance of him recording is really slim, but hopefully we'll have some stuff for you soon. Thank you so much for listening, for supporting the cast. Always really appreciated. 
And yeah, hope to catch you soon and hope you're having a good December. All right, take care. Bye-bye.